Welcome to Move Forward Radio, a show featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts. This program is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Learn how physical therapists can help people of all ages and abilities reduce pain and improve and restore motion to achieve long-term quality of life at MoveForwardPT.com. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Jason Bellamy. If you're lucky enough to score a ticket to Hamilton, the Broadway sensation that's now touring select cities across the country, the memory of that single performance might last a lifetime. But for the cast and crew, that performance will be one of many in a slam schedule of rigorous routine. Look beyond the music and lyrics, and you'll appreciate just how much action there is in a show like Hamilton. Dance numbers, costume changes, stage changes, and stunts. Behind any show like that, It takes someone like Gina Thurston to keep the human machinery moving. Thurston is now the physical therapist caring for performers and stagehands for Hamilton's touring show in Chicago. And before that, she was in Las Vegas working with the musical Newsies. For this edition of Move Forward Radio, we talked to Thurston as she was wrapping up her time in Las Vegas about what it's like to care for these performers and keep them on stage. Here's our interview with physical therapist Gina Thurston. So physical therapists are everywhere. Uh, You can find them in private practices. You can find them in hospitals. You can find them with college and professional sports teams. You can find them in schools. And in your case, uh, physical therapy finds you where? Physical therapy finds me on the road. I actually tour full-time. I work with a tour. Um, It's Disney's Newsies, which is a musical production, which started on Broadway and is currently wrapping up its first national tour. So what drew you to that uh, that kind of direction to, to work with those performers? Well, I have a background working with athletes, and I was working in the clinic, and, you know, I'm young, single, and I kind of found out about touring as a PT, and I thought if I were ever to do it, now would be the time. And I thought that it would give me a chance to work with athletes again because we strongly believe that these dancers, I mean, if you see the show, they're definitely athletic performers. And it was just something that I could also travel and see the country and do a job that I love at the same time. So how many different athletes, performers are you working with? It is a group. There's about 17 ladies. I've never actually counted. (laughs) But the, the boys dance most of the show and they do full out like acrobatic styles and um, just all these different like they have a tap number and it's very hard on their bodies and so I actually see all of them but I'll also see the crew because we travel a crew with them I'll see you know the stage managers the older actors um, the principals the ones who don't really dance but um, they come with injuries as well I pretty much see everybody, and we travel with a group of about 60 people. So between the, we'll call them the the dancers and everybody Mm -hmm. else, are you spending, I'm assuming, most of the time with the dancers? Yes, yes. I see them mostly. Um, We have developed a very close relationship, and I know them so well. So I know kind of what's typical for them, too. So you mentioned how you'd worked with athletes in the past, and these people are definitely mm-hmm. athletes. So, you know, what kind of do, do the injuries that they experience or the wear and tear that they experience, does it line up with a, 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 another sport you've had experience with? What, what does it remind you of? 
it actually took me back to a gymnastics competition that I covered, and a lot of that was these girls would come off with a, you know, a grade two, a really bad sprained ankle, and they would be like, just say, can you take me up and let me go back out there? And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, but that's kind of how it is. It's a quick, quick like, sometimes I'll get a stage call, which is um, the stage managers radio me during the show, and I've got to do something super fast to get them back on stage to finish a number. Um, so it's very similar to when I did a few things with gymnasts. And so how much of your time are you spending sort of treating injuries, so things that are actually a problem, and how much time do you get to spend on prevention, trying to stop the injuries from happening in the first place? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I, I think all the performers would agree that I'm very big on prevention and maintenance kind of stuff. There are things, obviously, that will flare up every week. Um, some of the boys come with chronic injuries. I would say it's about 50-50, honestly. Um, if we're not treating you know, especially with the boys who do the heavy dancing, I see all of them on a regular basis. If I'm not treating a new injury, we're working on prevention of an older injury. So how many shows happen in a given week? They do eight shows a week, so it's a lot of wear and tear. And so how do you build prevention around that? They obviously have to go on stage. You can't do anything that's going to mm-hmm. prohibit them from getting on stage at night. So how does that how does that routine work? Yeah, so they're very good about warming up. Um, you know, I have them do – they've actually have been trained how to warm up um, since they've been dancers their whole life. But every now and then I'll add something to it. You know, if it's an ankle thing, I'll have them do these eccentric calf raises, which are really good to load the Achilles or, you know, just things like that that I'll just add one or two things. And then sometimes I'll do, like, can you see a tape? I also dry needle. And so if they're just having a little, you know, like tightness or um, if they're having pain, we'll dry needle, especially after the show, so they feel better the next day. Yeah, so that, like, take me through a typical dancer's routine. They're going to show up that day. Are they going to see you before the show? Are they going to see you after the show? Does it vary? Yeah, it does. Um, What we do is we have an online sign-up that we all have access to, and I have four slots before a show. So each slot is 30 minutes. And they sign up for one of those slots, and they're usually all full. <laughs> and then during the show, I will see them. I will see them during Act 1 or intermission, Act 2. Um, if they come to me in Act 2 and they're like, yeah, my calf is really bothering me, I'll probably ask them, you know, if they think this is something that needs to be needled, and then I'll see them after the show. Not too long because they want to go home, but um, I will do some treatments after the show. Are there typical injuries that these performers get? Are you working with, uh, is it knees and ankles a lot? Is it calves and quads? What do you, what sort of body parts are you working with typically? Well, you know, I thought coming to this show I would see primarily one thing. Um, if I had to pick one thing, it would be back. Like I see a lot of low back because of all the kicking and twisting and jumping and high-impact landing. Um, but I actually have seen so many different things, everything from – you know, concussion to TMJ pain to, um, you know, a lot of ankle things. It's it's very it's varied, and I think a lot of it has to do with injuries that they've had in the past, but also the show, like I said, is very acrobatic and very, like, there's a lot of impact with it. Um, so even, like, hips, I see a lot of hip pain and knee pain, neck. 
I see everything, but primarily that. And so from that standpoint, you, know, you mentioned the, the prevention aspect. How do you prevent uh, injuries amongst a group where pretty much they can hurt anywhere? Yeah, um, a lot of it has to do with the warm-up. So I traveled this this very large road box, and in that road box, there's all kinds of equipment because it's hard to, for everyone to travel equipment themselves. We're very limited on, you know, what we can bring. But in this road box, there's foam rollers, there are bands, um, lacrosse balls. They love using lacrosse balls, um, jump ropes, you know, things to start with um, just to kind of warm up their bodies and stretch. Um, if there's something I can do before the show, then we'll do that. Um just something to kind of prepare them, and they're very good at knowing, like, what that is, and um, I just kind of assist. Is there ever parts of the of your treatment where you're basically dealing with a performer who, for example, maybe can't execute a certain step because it's causing pain, and you're trying to figure out a way to modify that? Does that happen? The unique part is, is that if they are having – there's not really a lot of modifying. If they're having to modify the show – and they will probably call out. So they have sick days just like any of us do. And if they are going to mark, they call it marking the show, if they're not going to go full out, they will probably call out and just rest. And what I do is if it's a physical thing that they're resting for, then I'll treat them during the show. Um, So if they're not able to do their, you know, jump or tumbling or whatever, they, they won't do it. Well, so you, you mentioned you went into this experience maybe not necessarily knowing what you would get. What has potentially surprised you about working with this population? I think a lot of it is that this is a very young group and how responsible and how good they are to their bodies. I mean, they're, I mean, this is their job, and sometimes I forget that, that their body is their job. And, you know, if they're not feeling 100%, then the job isn't fun anymore. Um, and so they'll do whatever it takes to, you know, be able to perform at 100% and just they're very responsible, very um, good at, you know, letting me know what's going on um, and just taking care of their bodies. And how many people are on staff helping you do that? I am actually the only, I guess you could say, medical professional that tours. Um, there's obviously we have like some stage managers and we have two company managers who assist in doctor's appointments and things like that, but I am the only person who, um, you know, can talk to them about their injuries or um, other ailments going on. So, in general, how do you define success when you're dealing with a group like this, that there's going to be so much wear and tear, injuries are naturally going to be part of it? So, so what's your gauge for how successful you, you are on that standpoint? I think, so... We have swings who stand off stage. I think if a swing isn't used because of a physical injury, to me that's successful. If it, we call it a full company show, um, obviously dancers will, they won't be there for personal days or seek family or they're sick, which I can't control. But if physically everyone's in the show and doing well, then I find that successful. And I try to check in all the time. And if there's everyone's doing well, then... I I think I did my job. (laughs) If I'm a parent and I've got a child who's interested in dancing, whether they're going to be part of a big musical production like this or or something else, what's your advice to that person for how they keep their child, you know, not only free of injury but but engaged and and still enjoying what they do? 
Yeah, I think it's finding what kind of dance they like, but also at the same time finding a good warm-up, whether it be going to a physical therapist um, who can tailor one to them or um, just speaking with a knowledgeable dance instructor who you know, has done things like this in the past. Um, but a lot of these guys I've talked to, and they've always said that they've never felt pressure to do what they do. It's just something that they love. Um, and so that's a big reason why they do this. In terms of how these dancers either prepare or or execute, is there something that sort of everyday people can learn from this? I mean, you mentioned essentially they have back pain just like we do. So what can we mm-hmm. learn from how these dancers and performers are, are dealing with their pain? I think a lot of it is, you know, everyone watches the show and they can't believe that these guys can do what they do. Um, but at the end of the day, like, they're getting so much, you know, treatment outside of the show, but but at the same time, like, they're having to watch, you know, what they eat and warm up, and, I mean, this is a full-time job for them, um, and so if their body isn't, you know, feeling 100%, they're actually losing money, and so that's why this is, like, such a big part of it. I mean, at the beginning of the show, they didn't have a physical therapist. Um, I think it was for about six months, and... There are a lot of people getting hurt, medical leaves and things like that. And so they found when they brought a physical therapist on staff that the injuries went down and they just had better shows. So um, never also making sure that you are getting PT and, you know, seeing someone who can tailor, you know, a warm-up and take care of their body, you know, or teach them how to take care of their body. You mentioned that these people look at their bodies as, as their job, basically, and, and therefore mm-hmm. give it proper priority. Is is that another lesson that people can learn, basically, to rather than dealing with pain on a different day or ignoring it or powering through it to, to prioritize it? Yeah, totally. I think a lot of times, you know, people think that their aches and pains are a normal part, part of aging. One of the easiest parts to my job, are, you know, working with dancers, is they're very in tune with their bodies, and they know if something's off, it's not right, and that can usually get worse doing a show and I think that just shows us especially like I've reached you know I talked to about this with my friends and family if something isn't feeling right if you can treat it as soon as possible then that makes you know my job as a PT much easier but it can also prevent you know things from becoming chronic and just you know finding a way to take care of it in the moment and not letting it become a thing where you know, lack of movement makes you more disabled. And so just it's kind of a downward spiral. So if you can treat it right away, then that would be ideal. You mentioned early on, you know, that attitude of wanting to get right back out there on the stage and and not be held by an injury, held back by an injury. Um, If I go and see a musical, I see all the movement and and all the the action and I see the smiles on the faces. What do you see? Uh, knowing what these people go through and, and potentially knowing how much much pain they're in behind the scenes. What, what do you see when you watch a show? I I definitely, if there's someone who I've been seeing a while, I'll go out in the audience and actually watch them or stand side stage and watch. Um, I can I can tell when they're marking and I can tell if they're not having a good show. Um, they'll come right off stage and we'll do something just to get them through. Um, but I think one of the things that sticks out to me the most is you know, I can I can treat like a hamstring injury, you know, in the clinic and they rest. These boys don't get to rest, they have to do it eight times a week. So if someone pulls a hamstring, you know, they feel better after PT but they have to go back and do the show eight times and so 
injuries take longer. And at one point, one of the boys told me just the show wasn't fun for him anymore. And to me, that kind of broke my heart. So it just pushed me to, you know, get him back, you know, loving what he's doing. And you can just tell, like, the different reactions and and how they interact with each other on stage. But um, you can tell after you watch the show for a while and you get to know them and what's going on, kind of how the show's a little bit different for them. So you mentioned what breaks your heart as, as a physical therapist working with these performers. What's, what are the highlights? What do you love about it? I mean, just the interactions I have. And I, the one-on-one time I get with these boys is so fun because they range from 18 years old to 31 years old. And they, you know, we talk about their families and things that are going on outside of the show. And just getting to know them, is it's been so much fun. And um, they, you know, they're very responsible and just very mature for their age, too. Like, they've had to grow up pretty fast. And um, it's just that aspect. I love, you know, being a PT because I'm, like, the only person who gets one-on-one time with not only the cast but the crew as well. So when does this tour end and, and what's next for you? The tour will actually end October 2nd in Austin, Texas. However, this week we're actually filming a movie. Disney decided to make a live digital capture, and that's actually why we're in Los Angeles now. The boys are filming that. Last week they were filming on top of performing eight shows. This week they're just filming. Um, And so I'm here with them doing that. And then this week I'll actually move to Chicago because we're opening up a clinic and working with Hamilton, uh, that little little show on Broadway that won eight – or I'm sorry, nine Tonys. Um, I'll be working with Hamilton – about, you know, part-time and then seeing other touring shows that are coming through the Chicago area. Is this the future for you? Yes. I think, you know, I loved working with athletes, but I I have definitely grown fond of working with um, performing arts and um, musical theater is now a thing for me. It wasn't before, but it's now something I really enjoy. Gina Thurston, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Learn more about how a physical therapist can help you and find a physical therapist in your area at moveforwardpt.com. For an archive of past episodes, visit moveforwardpt.com slash radio.